Hello, and welcome back to Go Team Video, the podcast where we watch a movie and talk about it, along with everything else that's going on. Today's episode is episode 17, Swiss Army Man, and we're joined by a very special guest. Thank you for joining us, Josh Diamond. How you doing? Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Nice. Drinking some tea, ready to talk. Excellent. Nice. nice. I'm Michael Sadler. I'm also joined by Daily Singleton and Abigail Johnson. What's up? Uh, hey, everybody. How you doing, y'all? Pretty good. Can't complain. And Josh, this was uh, this was your pick uh, to discuss Swiss Army Man, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, I had a I had a pretty long list that I went through to get down to this movie. I think I started out with like five different movies that I thought would be fun to discuss. And I'm really glad that you guys came together and picked this one because it's it's one of my favorite dark comedies that also has this silliness. There's just this just such silliness in it. Yeah, it's so. really quite whimsical. Uh <laughs> um yeah. but before we get into it too much, Daly, you have a couple of facts for us about the film. Yeah, I got some numbers. I got some numbers. Uh, the first number I want to start with is the runtime. It's got a runtime of 97 minutes. It's a good How'd daily feel- time. It's a good daily time. <laughs> I actually think it's a little too long. Just wow. Oh, I loved it. I think the length was good. <laughs> uh, Josh, what do you think about the, the length? I like... Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, I think to be honest, I think there are some parts where it's just like could have, you know, let's keep let's get a this going. shorter. Yeah, yeah, could have, it could have, they could have, you know, tightened things up a little bit. But it, it's already really tight. But yeah, yeah, just a little bit. But more. I, I, I like, I like how long the movie was. I, I can't think of any way of cutting it that would make it any right, sh- like any shorter. But. Yeah, right. I can only really think yeah. of like maybe some of the montage stuff or whatever, but yeah, I like yeah. all that stuff. I, I keep it in there. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into yeah. that more later. Let's get back to these numbers. Uh, we have a box office, I'm uh, oh, sorry, a budget of $3 million and a box office of $5.8 million. Nice. Um, this movie came out in 2016 and is directed by the group of directors known as Daniels. They're both named Daniel. And uh, I really like this little fact here about this team is that they make music videos. That was like what they got known for doing. Hmm. Uh, it's what propelled them to the point where to be able to do this movie. And it's, uh, you know, it pr- gives me a lot of hope for us, you know. Yeah. And I think you can see that in the film that uh, totally that they come from that background. It's got, you know, if you if you look at some of the other directors that came from that world like Michel Gondry uh, there's just like an, there's uh, all, all the little pieces of like um, of effects that they do in the movie mm-hmm. I, I don't know just feel it feels like a music video sometimes I mean it's a very musical movie mm-hmm. right yeah m- music definitely plays a role in this film um, and I love that about it but let's keep going with the facts. Um, this movie won uh, the directing award um, 
at the 2016 Sundance Film Festival. It's pretty sweet. Um, and Which in is really funny uh, because I read that like a bunch of people walked out of this screening. Like, uh, <laughs> really? At Sundance? As the, fart, as the farts really started to... Dude... That's a, that, didn't, isn't that what happened to you daily? Yeah, yeah, Josh, that's exactly what happened to me. Yeah, uh, yeah. When I first tried to watch this movie, as it, like once it got to the fart part where he's riding uh, Daniel Radcliffe like a um, jet ski, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm done. I'm This isn't my type of movie. Oh my gosh. I'm out. I was just screaming out loud. Which? Like, like literally, <laughs> I was screaming. And my partner came in, and, and they've already seen the movie, but I was just like, oh my God, like, is this really happening? <laughs> like, it is, it's yeah. it's built up so serious, and then it just like it's it's really wild. But you know, after seeing the whole thing, I think it works, and it's really unique and silly. And I I, I would have never come up with it on my own. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to yeah. get uh, Paul Dano on board, he only had to hear one synop one sentence synopsis of the film. <laughs> Which was, uh, let's see, it says, the first fart makes you laugh and the last fart makes you cry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh a great Oh, my story. God. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so, so a little bit more about the Daniels, because I think that this is, like, in, this is the main thing to talk about in the fact section is the Daniels, I think, and, like, like what they what they came from and, and kind of – and what they went on to do after this uh, in 2017 it announced that they were going to do a, um, a sci-fi film uh, produced by the Russo brothers uh, company. And the film has since been titled everything everywhere all at once, which I assume uh, is in post. Yeah. It's in post-production right now and should be coming out this year. So maybe we'll dip back in for that film. Once that comes out, that'd be cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see here. They, uh, they, Daniel Kwan, one of the Daniels, uh, went on to found a, or co found a group called We Direct Music Videos. And it's described as a global community of music video directors who are committed to sustainable directorial labor practices, which sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to look into that more. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. especially because. We do music videos. Exactly. <laughs> we could make a film, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um and let's see. Uh they they directed an episode of Aquafina's Nora from Queens, which I love that show. Okay. Very uh, good show. They direct they directed the Grandma and Chill episode, if you yeah. don't remember that one. Yeah, yeah. I saw um, all of it twice, like kind of like <laughs> right after I finished it. Like I just watched it again because I was like, I wish there was more, but that was a funny episode. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great show. Um, and just some of the music videos they did, uh, they've done two Manchester Orchestra music videos most recently, uh, The Sunshine and The Alien. Um, they did other music videos for uh, Foster the People. Um, they did uh, a Battles music video, which I love the band Battles. They're like a math rock uh, instrumental band. Uh, and also The Shins, along with Tenacious D and Passion Pit. Uh, yeah, I wow, think the, dude. one of the folks from Manchester Orchestra did the music for this film. Oh, wow. That's cool as fuck. 
I highly recommend watching this movie with subtitles on because then you like get to see what all they're singing and they're singing about what's happening in the scene. Mm -hmm. And it's really silly. It's really silly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One of my favorite. Sorry, go ahead. One One of my favorite parts when it comes to the music of this film is that I love how they play they play with like um your like ear earwigs or earbuds mm-hmm. like the running theme of like that song that everyone has in their head even after you're dead you'll still remember it yeah the, the like the jurassic park <laughs> right. theme like like you can't escape it you know once somebody starts singing it or humming it immediately you're like oh yeah that's stuck in my head too mm-hmm. even for a dead guy yeah right that's really funny yeah. and you don't even yeah. have to know what it's from it's just there <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's really good um and that's about it that's about all i got for um the facts on this uh michael you got any fun facts yeah uh this is the first movie uh where there's a uh a, a credit for a fartist wow <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Oh my God! And what's uh, the fartist name? We should call. We should give a shout out. What's the fartist name? Uh, I didn't see that. Okay, I'll but, I'll try and pull it up real quick. Okay, uh, but a lot of people from the production, um, they lent their farts to the movie. So like Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> and Paul Dano, well, like they and some of the producers lent some farts. I love uh, that. <laughs> that's amazing. Every, so everyone gets a, a, a part in the, in the film. Do you, do, you, do you think they had like, like uh, they would put them off in their own room, and that's like the fart room. That's the stink chamber mm. where oh, everyone yeah. goes in, and it's like give it a couple hours. Daniel was just in there. Yeah, or, you know, they have um, a PA that they have a PA that just goes in with some like Febreze spray. Yeah, between that, takes. Yeah, or maybe there's like a diffuser yeah. in there, just going constantly, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> or like an air purifier. This is art. Uh, art. So oh, they made oh, a they made Pauline a- Pauline Burden is the only person in the credits that's that says specifically sound additional fart material. Mm. So okay. shout out Pauline nice. Burden. Great work. Yeah, real good. Wonderful uh, fartist. Ma- yeah. <laughs> yes. My favorite fartist. <laughs> yeah. Same. Same. They made a, we- a, a puppet, like a life-sized puppet of a man of Manny, um, the Daniel Radcliffe character, for some of the mm. shots that they obviously couldn't achieve with with him. Uh, which he insisted on being like in almost all of them, mm. uh, even though they could have used like the puppet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he apparently, when he was like promoting the movie, went, went around with his like puppet. Oh, that's uh, awesome! Yeah. Did interviews? Did it fart? You gotta check that out on command. What's up? Did it like fart on command or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. That's silly. Uh, I just saw recently. Uh, have you guys seen that movie? Don't look up. Yeah, yeah, I did watch that. Yeah. 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 Uh, the movie, whatever, but like, I thought it was fine. But uh, yeah. they went on the I press agree. tour. You know, it's like Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence and Meryl Streep and Jonah Hill. And he like brought a fart machine on like the press junkets and he would just like press the fart machine like while people are talking, <laughs> oh my God, doing interviews. You imagine like Meryl Streep's like giving. A serious interview, and he's just like <laughs> on the fart button. 
<laughs> who, who did that? Sorry, Jonah Hill. That? Jonah Hill. Yeah, that's that sounds right. Should we all like rip what? rip a fart at the end of this? Like, I can't fart on command. <laughs> I mean, like, like with your mouth, just like oh, mouth fart. Yeah, who okay, has the yeah, best sure. fart? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Special yeah. award, Tango. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, that's a, that'd be a great send off. <laughs> yeah, just like yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then. And then the community, if anyone is listening, uh, just just do a Instagram story with your fart sound and tag us, and we'll we'll repost them and we'll see who has the best. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one other little tiny bit of information: uh, the scene in the cave, which we'll get to later, but it's just a funny bit. Like uh, the scene in the cave with the raccoon, and they like uh-huh. wake up in the morning, and the raccoon's like pulling at Daniel Radcliffe's tongue, you know. Yeah. yeah, and then Dano chases him. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, the raccoon wasn't really supposed to, like, focus on his mouth or whatever. But <laughs> apparently Daniel Radcliffe had, like, accidentally dropped a cigarette in there. So the huh. raccoon was, like, smelling it and trying to get after it. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Weird. Wait, he accidentally yeah, dropped a cigarette in... Yeah, I find it hard to believe they actually drop a cigarette inside the the, puppet's mouth. Yeah, that's what it says. says. I don't know. Maybe he was like, maybe purposefully. Maybe he was like trying to make it smoke a cigarette, like off camera, be like, ha ha, and like it swallowed it. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can see that. That's my guess. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but uh, Paul Dano also. Paul Dano says this is his favorite movie he's ever made. Wow. His performance is great in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He he really he really goes over the top with a lot of uh, with the um, when it comes to like when he gets surprised, like his screams are fantastic. Like just as good as the farts are, some of the surprise screams I think are just hilarious. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like yeah, like the back in the scene or the scene where he's in the cave and he first starts noticing that water's starting to come out of the. Manny, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and just I find those just, like those those hollers are just so funny because they they feel yeah. like that's exactly how you would react. You'd be stoked. If, you'd be so you'd be stoked yeah. and horrified at the same yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> but he's not. He's he's a little unsure about it too. You know. Yeah, because it's it's dead body water. Yeah, dead body water. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's a good band name. <laughs> it's a good band name. Um, uh, yeah. All right, let's get into our first impressions of the film. Yeah, uh, Josh, why don't you start since you're the guest? Yeah, uh, yeah, man. I mean, my first impressions. Um, uh, I would say like the one of the first things that I thought, and that's really comes right after the um, the farting across the ocean scene is I thought this movie is either going to fucking suck and be just pretentious and weird or if they're going to do or there's going to be a, a, a like a, a hidden gems. I felt like there's going to be a lot of hidden gems in this film. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what kept me interested. I was like, all right, either <laughs> this is going to be like really cheesy and weird or they're or they're going to or I can feel like the directors are going to plant little things and especially at the beginning of the movie when you see all the um, little notes he's written on like milk cartons and he's made little 
little ships to send out into the ocean. I don't yeah. even think I don't even think that that whole island never existed. I think that was a that was a, a a special place in his mind, especially like when you're when you're contemplating killing yourself. He's probably just projecting himself into a into a serene place. So I don't know. So at first I thought this is. At first I didn't get that. I feel like I didn't get like okay. Because there's no explanation of how he got right. on the island. Right. right. I mean, there's you're no just there as the viewer, I think, to assume yeah. that it's in earnest that he's trapped on an island, that he's right. alone, and he, that he, uh, you know, he feels like ending his life. Yeah, and he has no way out. Like, there's he's not ending it because of any other reason other yeah. than he's stuck on an island with no hope. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, you come to learn, you know, he definitely has some other pro- he definitely wasn't happy before he was on the island either but first impressions funny it was funny yeah I, I thought those first 10 minutes hilarious and i was like okay i think i'm gonna get into this movie awesome yeah i think like uh you know i saw the trailer for the film a while back and i was like okay that's one to keep on the list to like maybe check out that's that looks like something i've not seen before um, yeah yeah it just seems like could be really stupid and like you said pretentious or or just overwrought or whatever but yeah you know i the the mechanism for the movie especially at the start you're like it's just what like what's up with the farts like this is funny like it, it lasts so long that you're like it's kind of that that cyclical comedy where it's come back around it, enough time has gone by where it's like it's funny again like just, yeah because it's like it's still going cycling it's, yeah what <laughs> uh, so yeah like by the time you know i get i get daily uh daily checked out at the beginning because if you think you're just in for this like absurd fart movie you're yeah. not necessarily gonna give it like an hour and a half of your life mm-hmm. but i don't know my type of humor and just the silliness and the like the uniqueness of riding a dead body as a fart jet ski was like <laughs> I kind of couldn't couldn't stop watching it. And yeah, it, like, yeah. It really yeah. surprised me how how varied the movie is given that like that's the beginning of it. <laughs> I, I liked it. Fantastic. Yeah. What about you, Abby? Yeah. Um, I'd never seen this movie before. I definitely heard of it because I remember reading an article about Daniel Rad- Radcliffe playing a dead body for the in- entire length of the movie. And I was like, oh, that's wild. But I, I started watching it and the fart thing, I, I mentioned earlier, I was like literally screaming out loud in my living room. I was like, is this really like how the movie's going to go? And especially like once he like, kind of started talking and being more like active as a character i was like is he dead or like but but then you know i realized like that's like the whole point of the movie you're just like supposed to kind of question like is this happening or is this just like him hallucinating or is this just like a really silly movie like you know um yeah and i i like that it kind of took that 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 twist and I think that's like what made me like really want to finish it and want to figure out what happened and 
because because I, I did have a, a a feeling in the beginning. I was like, this could get really dumb, but like, we'll see. And, you know, I, I like stupid, silly humor, too. So, like, even if it did take that turn, I probably would have watched all of it and like enjoyed it. I'm always looking for like comedies or just like um, like reality shows because you know a lot of the, the like newer reality dating shows are really wild and silly and ridiculous. But lighthearted. Um, uh-huh. You know, my first impression, I really liked this movie. I want to watch it again, and I am just really impressed with like how. Um, likable it is and it's very sweet and tender and emotional and I think you know as silly as it is I think it's like also like an important movie and the way it was shot was very unique and creative and you know the the set design for it was really really cool Um, so my first impression I really liked it right on daily um well, my first impression, y'all got a little sneak preview of it, was uh, I turned it off after I, I tried to watch it the first time. Uh, but now that I, I'm really glad that I came back and, and and we watched it for the podcast and I committed myself to it because by the end, I was a I was like a complete convert of this movie. Like I fell in love with it by the end of it. Um, and just like the themes of like, lying like the whole movie is about lying to yourself and lying to other people and like and 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 you know the struggles the mental health struggles that he he faces in the movie and 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 what he and even before the events of the movie you know his his backstory a little bit and he's just this kind of a sad character um and but relatable in ways you know and um I like the heart of this movie. I think that's like, if I was going to sum it up, I really like this movie's heart. I think it's got a good heart and I think it's got a good message. And I think, um, it's, it's really thoughtful. I, I that's my first impression. I, I like it. I ended up liking it a lot. Which is like, I get that, that you're never going to really assume that, but like the first, I know. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really glad movie. that they, I'm really glad that they, they did, include like they they made those choices at the beginning of the movie to make to 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 to, i feel like that was a way for them to kind of just kind of weed people out like if you can get through this if you can get through this (laughs) first 15 minutes you're gonna be really rewarded yeah yeah right they they got me they set the tone right away (laughs) i dipped out i was the sucker you know that's kind of the beauty of knowing that this film was made by some music video directors and that it had a budget of only yeah. $3 million. It's like they really, there wasn't a lot at stake in terms of a budget or, you know, um, you know, like a production company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they got yeah. to really, I feel like, got to make the film they wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's, it, you're exactly right. I think it's like a great example of, um, a production company and actors coming together to really like create if it creates something that I felt would have probably been written down in a composition book, like in yeah. a closet. Yeah. Like someone was like, yeah, fart, fart guy, 
and then someone was like dude this is great let's fucking yeah. make this it right. feels it's like one of those things that like you you know we've all had those ideas either like because you smoke too much weed or you're just like yeah. up late one night and you're like that would be really yeah. really stupid and funny but then it actually got made it's like one of these yeah. random ideas that like i just that however worked. that yeah. worked so well yeah it feels like two friends made it you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And you can kind of imagine that, like, if it were a bigger production, it w- it would have lost a lot of the luster. Yeah, I don't of... think that would have worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the um, same time, you know, you get somebody like uh, Daniel Radcliffe involved, who has like a ton of presence and and like, you know, a big following as an actor. Right. Uh, yeah. Coming off all the Harry Potter stuff, it's like, you know, he's doing interesting work, at least in this film. Of of like subverting his image as like you know the god wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in another fi- or a series about a Russian uh, doctor who. Yeah, uh, Daniel. Ra- yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I forget the name of the film, but basically, he's an assistant to this uh, this Russian doctor that is um, the really the only medicine that he has is uh, what is it? Is it meth? Or or heroin. All the doctor has uh, opioids, in this, probably. Yeah. yeah, opioids. This doctor, all he has is these opioids in this small hospital in Russia. Yeah, and doesn't he become the main doctor? Like, he's like the doctor it's, it's, at it's some a, point. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a cross of two like psyches and timelines. Yeah, like, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like and like the, John the, Hamm. Yeah, the John one. Hamm's the adult. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like the full like the the older version of the character. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that show's wild, dude. It is. It I, is. And, yeah. And that's like coming off. That was, what was that? Like 2017? It's got to be maybe? around the same time as this movie, I feel like. Because yeah. I feel like I heard about this movie and also was watching that show around the same time. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you I'll, try and, I'll try and pull that name up. Uh, the TBS show Miracle Workers, but that's also a really fun Daniel Radcliffe role. Hmm. In the first season, he's like an angel and Steve Buscemi plays God and he wants to blow up the world and start over and Daniel Radcliffe has to kind of talk him out of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Nice. But that's an anthology, a weird anthology series where it's a completely different plot with the same cast every season. Okay. Kind of like a American Horror Story. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. uh, the comedy version of that. Okay. Nice. Yeah. In the second season, it's like medieval and Steve Buscemi plays like literally a guy who pushes a cart around and picks up shit <laughs> it was before it was it was a few years before uh the the show's called a young doctor's notebook josh yeah uh, that's right and it was from okay. 2012 to 2013 right so that makes you think like that was really right off of the harry potter mm-hmm. stuff ending. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and for him to just be like i'm gonna do this really dark strange i mean he kind of was always kind of doing that like with horns there was, I think, there was mm-hmm. another film, yeah, that he did where he's, you know, trying to break away. The woman from in the, black, maybe. Mm-hmm. He's trying to break away from that that image, yeah. And he's done a really good job breaking away from it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. and and he, he he his success of doing the Harry Potter movies and how just he, you know he doesn't really need to worry about a paycheck now. 
So he can go do Swiss Army Man and and get yeah. get like a really small paycheck and be okay with it because and lend his like name to this small movie and like yeah yeah it heighten it you know mm-hmm. yeah it's really, it's really cool. cool yeah yeah well I well, think it's time that we uh, work our way over to the plot section of the pod. plot town yeah going down to plot town take us away. All right, so get on that fart jet ski and let's go yeah. to Fart Island. We got I mean, of, a plot plot island. A lot of farts and other bodily functions that we're going to talk about. Um, so we have Hank, a deserted man, or he's deserted on an island. He's, you know, on the verge of hanging himself. Um, after he see he finds a corpse that that washes up on the beach and he tries to like resuscitate it, but it's like this body is just like farting and like you know he looks dead and he's you know going to hang himself and the body starts like farting and just kind of like erupting with farts and so as the tide starts to like wash this body away Hank kind of watches it as like the farts are propelling him around in the water so he comes over and basically like rides the corpse like a jet ski um, and they land on like a more mainland shore I guess we learn but like still like far from civilization like a lot of woods and you know nature uh, keeping them stranded and that night they he's like toting this body around the whole movie essentially but um he yeah he's like he he starts to leave him behind but then the farts kind of compel him like there's something else going on here yeah like, I, you're, well, you're he, still it, full of farts yeah and I, it's because he's like he's instantly like grateful to this like this dead body yeah. that's no longer dead it's it's starting to animate you know in 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 weird ways with the farts being the first thing and he can't let it go he's like i gotta bring this i gotta get this dude out of here too yeah. like this magic dead person you know mm-hmm. and i think yeah. i think at the same time i thought watching this like he's probably happy to not be alone even if he's with a corpse like you know yeah. probably makes him feel a little better um mm-hmm. but yeah that night he totes them both to like a cave they're hiding from a rainstorm and the runoff I guess is like kind of dripping into the corpse's mouth and the next morning Hank kind of discovers this new power that the corpse has which is like he just like spews water out of his mouth he kind of acts as like a, a well or like like an infinite source of, of yeah, exactly. If he's like yeah, pressed on his chest, then he just like constant <laughs> water. It is yeah. it's fresh water yeah. too. Mm-hmm. It's like and it's like a comical water. amount. It's like yeah, it's, it's, it's like, so much. It's, yeah. it's, it's a it's a faucet that's yeah. been opened. Like <laughs> a new a new reality has just opened, mm-hmm. opened up. And the corpse kind of goes into a like slow transition of like speaking and you know. Uh, like we learn his name is Manny through like gasping and you know just kind of like you know barely speaking but then he learns to talk a lot more and 
Hank and Manny kind of continue their quest together. And so this was when I really started liking the movie. Mm-hmm. Once once Daniel Radcliffe started talking and they had dialogue between each other, like I was I was like, okay, now I really I now I like this movie. I I I think that's what I would cut when I said I would cut about fifteen minutes. I would cut about fifteen minutes of Daniel Radcliffe not talking. I would I would I would get to him talking earlier because that dynamic is the 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 best part of this movie. And I just want more of it. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't get to fully talk to like way later in the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, that, that's that's like the one criticism I have. But that's almost like a personal thing. I don't even know if that's like a really a criticism of the movie. Yeah, I feel that. I don't yeah. mind all the setup. It really, really made me wonder where the hell this movie was going to go. My mm-hmm. mind was kind of bouncing all over the place. And I think yeah. that's like... I've got to agree with Abby. Yeah, I think I I think I enjoyed that kind of, uh, you know, just like wondering. And, you know, I, it, oh, yeah. it made me, I think, further appreciate how it turned out. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah anytime there's a film yeah. that can take me on a ride and I don't predict what's happening, it's like a gift. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. It's so... How often right. does that happen that everything's not just completely telegraphed or you've yeah. seen it a bunch of times before? This is truly like something you have no idea what's going to happen next. Yeah. <laughs> and like once you do get that moment of it was like, I didn't think he was going to talk like I, yeah. I really didn't like until he starts talking. And, and like even by the end when he's like really talking, I didn't expect that. So and I was like yeah. so happy once it started. I was like, I wanted this. I want to I want to know more about Manny. For sure. And that's the that's the best thing about it too is that once as his speech develops and like as um uh as he starts like being taught what like language is and everything, it his his ability, Manny's ability to like understand what relates to life and what doesn't relate to life and why things happen and him trying to voice those things. Is one of the best parts of the film, mm-hmm. for sure. Right, because it's like a, it's almost childlike. It's 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 uh, innocent in the way that he sees how you shouldn't, you know, hide your farts. You shouldn't lie. Like the the world is yeah. a much freer place if you just are yourself, your weird yeah, self. Just, just just masturbate, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I certainly thought about that that part too where like you know his perspective is a lot more like that of a child and so he's able to kind of like in an unfiltered way like see you know the the beauty in life and you know it ultimately makes him question everything that that he learns about the world and the way people are you know it's interesting and and it's it works as a mechanism to take down Hank's like uh, jaded, you know, his walls. Absolutely. Yeah. Down a yeah. lot of his yeah. you know, defensive yeah. side. So back to the story, um, they kind of continue their quest and they come across <coughs> like a, what, like a sports illustrated magazine with mm-hmm. like a bunch of like bikini models, you know, and a, a bunch of beautiful women in it. Like, um, and that's a that's like a, a a long running trope. I feel like I've heard people in movies and in real life talk about finding like forms, various forms of pornography in the woods. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. 
I have found uh, porn in the woods. Before. Yeah, why is that a thing? Why is <laughs> porn in the woods a thing? I don't know why people go to the woods because for that. because 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 before before the internet, you had to go. You have to go out there and you get your shame box. You had to go be shameful in the woods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, have some privacy. It's so funny. <laughs> so you know, people would. I, I I've heard many stories of um, people having stashes i've had friends that stash porn in the woods oh my gosh and, so weird i mean that, there and, has uh, to be a reason and they tell me where those they tell me where those stashes are and you'd go out there and they'd just be fucking soggy covered in like there'll be a snail trail over you don't oh. know if it's cum or snail it's just like because <laughs> it's in the okay. woods <laughs> it's like yeah, geocaching it's like for perverts yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 but that's like you know that's what it's just so funny that that that's that's what people like fucking porn. do but I can imagine you can just imagine some some trucker or some 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 people who live out in the country just throwing away their trash and they just mm. happen to be yeah that's a good yeah I didn't think the tr- about the trash element it could be a t- yeah. like they're not hiding no, they it sh- it's like they just tossed it in the woods yeah. yeah exactly and that's yeah exactly and that's why like it plays into Hank's character so much is that right off the bat like he is such a creative person like he's he's messed up he's got a fucked up perspective on life but he's got this this ingenuity and creativity mm. and Very true. you see that from the beginning of film like when when he uses like who else other than hank would think to jump on the back of a corpse that's farting <laughs> yeah. that's true it and does write, take some yeah. creativity you know, like, to think about that, yeah yeah to do mm. that yeah yeah and just yeah. all the like the the relationship with trash in the movie in general like yeah, the, the resourcefulness of of using these discarded objects and and kind of the speech around that is really interesting. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, and how he and makes absolutely. a necklace out of the the cheese puff bag and like yeah, and all even all Manny the... starts to talk about Manny starts to assume that he's trash, and that's right. like 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 I love the the psychology around that mm-hmm. of like writing that into the movie. It's beautiful for sure. It is it is really cool. Um, and it's also really cool to see how, you know, their friendship kind of grows, you know, as he's like getting mad and then apologizing and then trying to like kind of, you know, just work with him a bit and, you know, get him to be more evolved or more, more developed or have a better understanding of the world. Yeah. You know, but then the whole time you're like, you know, maybe he's actually dead though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the whole time, time you don't really yeah, know. The whole time you're like, you're like, yeah, you're like, hey, this dude's he's just fucking hanging out with the corpse. <laughs> yeah. Right, and this is just his could, imagination. Someone, yeah. Uh, At the same time, you're thinking like, there's gonna be he's gonna get someone's gonna find it with this corpse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, never really like uh like you're just you're along for the ride and you don't really care. You know, you're not really yeah. judging him for whatever is happening, even if it all is imagination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just yeah, because there he's like, enjoying the kind of development of him and the corpse, you know, coming to life slowly, bit at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's in yeah. full on survival mode and not just like for like, uh, you know, vital functions. It's for mental health too. like this relationship he forms with this dead body, even if it is a hallucination is like it's to keep him sane 
you know, mm-hmm. or you know, arguably saying, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, it's it, a it's a yeah. callback to, uh, and I think that I read this is why Hank is uh, named Hank. Is oh, like, yeah, it's a castaway callback. Yeah, so yeah. you have yeah. like the relationship yeah. with Wilson. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. This is just a lot better because that movie sucks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This was like I dude the whole time I was like, oh, this they wanted to just do the Wilson thing like better, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was around this point in the movie when they found the magazine that it give me one second oh no we can keep going I think he's just saying he needs one second okay well it was, I think I think his kid just got home from school oh okay um it was about this point in time in the movie I realized why the movie was called Swiss Army Man because it was when uh they realized that the magazine would give Manny an erection that would point them in the direction that I guess that they <laughs> yeah. thought they needed to go. So a special compass. Yeah, I was like, oh, now it, he's the Swiss Army man. He is yeah, a yeah. is a multi tool, and yeah. he's you know with his erection being a compass. <laughs> so I was like, and that isn't a uh, that's an animatronic. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it has to be. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't Dude, I was, tell if it was like someone's hand it. was in his pants or what, yeah. or if it was like. For a know, second, I kind of thought words. it was going to be like some animal that had like burrowed into his body or some shit. Yeah, yeah. no, it was <laughs> someone's job to move a joystick Probably. as a, an erection <laughs> <That's> pointer. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, I'm like the way this movie plays on like crude and like juvenile humor, but it has so much like to say and has so much heart at the same time is yeah. a beautiful combination mm. it really is yeah and, and yeah. it needs that other half you know what i mean if it was just juvenile this movie would not be nearly as good for sure yeah like if it was if, like, if it was like that tone the whole time then it wouldn't matter like it wouldn't be good but the tone is like serious yeah and then they put this crazy humor like this crude like ridiculous humor into the serious moments you know there's no laugh track there's no like you know like like cuts that make it funnier it's just like they sh- they show it to you like a drama you know for sure yeah mm-hmm. I, I love i love that the the fact that like not only is this a corpse with special powers but he's also really horny <laughs> yeah. like, he's also really 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 horny and and that plays out through the whole movie because he gets this thing man he gets this thing in his head um Manny does of what his person, what love should be, which is, you know, Mm -hmm. coming off of Hank's, um, you know, inexperience Mm and obsession with girl on the bus, you know? Yeah. 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 But yeah, I like that. Like at the same time, his, like his wiener compass starts to work. Uh, (laughs) he, he notices like that Manny's got a heartbeat too. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's starting to like, you know, fully, uh, come back to life in, in a lot of ways. So I'm just going to jump. Nothing like a Sports Illustrated to get you back <laughs> on <to> life. <laughs> For sure. Um, and we're, we're getting there with the plot. Basically, like, Manny has forgotten everything about his former life. And Hank tries to teach him various concepts about life. But Manny, you know, he has, like, a rather childlike and shameless interpretation of you know, what these concepts are that Hank is explaining to him. And they seem to sometimes conflict with what Hank considers socially acceptable behavior. 
So over the course of their journey, Hank teaches Manny, like, you know, a lot of, you know, small pleasures in life, which could be like eating out, going to the movies, partying. And he uses these like very crudely constructed props and and like people and uses a lot of rope to like operate yeah. Manny's arms. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it And it's like it's. It's, I love how much detail they put into that and how much it's like a piece of art at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's it has an aesthetic, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. It's very, very beautifully done. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, and he just uses like plants and trash that he found. Um, and using these tools and props, Hank kind of leads Manny on to believe that he's in love with a woman named Sarah who rides the bus alone every day. And we learn that there's a photo of Sarah on this phone that um, Hank is carrying around, doesn't have a lot of percent, so he probably just checks for a signal, turns it off, turns it back on. But we see this photo of this person that he's describing and there's flashbacks to Hank riding the bus and seeing Sarah. I gotta say, this is the most uh, unbelievable part of the movie. Is that phone's battery life? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that's the magical phone of all time. <laughs> like, yeah, he has yeah. kept it off for a long time. Yeah, but he just keeps power cycling it, and it's on ten percent when he yeah, starts it's, the journey. It's, it's like I don't know about that. Like, <laughs> yeah, that and like when he has like one or two percent, he's just like scrolling on Instagram and like. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> I mean, and that, and that's, and, and I think that plays into uh, Hank's psychology. Yeah, that. He doesn't really he, he he acts like he wants to be saved mm-hmm. but at the end of the day he he, he can't get over his self obsess you know yeah mm-hmm. his, his his own self-obsession of like who, yeah. who he thinks he is or who he thinks other people thinks he is yeah, yeah for right. sure um so in reality hank is very much like swoon over this sarah person and he has a you know he secretly took a photo of her on the bus and set it as the wallpaper on his phone and he follows her on social media and he realizes that sarah is like happily married and has a child um but he portrays sarah to manny to like kind of help him learn how to talk to women i guess and um they get to a point where they're like crossing a river over this like pipe and uh, they fall into the water and Hank is going to save Manny and realizes, I guess, that he can receive air from Manny too. So they kind of have like a kiss scene underwater. It's like very sweet and... um so he's like kissing Manny, getting air from him. Uh, they move a little farther on and basically like Hank reveals to Manny that uh, he never knew Sarah or, or really like I think Manny puts two and two together and realizes that they get to like. They get to the campfire. Yeah, they're at the campfire. They, they, or the, or they, yeah, the, the, the scene, like the final camp fire that they're mm-hmm. at before they before 
he goes off to pee uh, and finds a road. Yeah, and there's like you hear traffic and, and see yeah. lights. And at that moment, he's using the last bit of battery on the phone and he's yeah. looking on social media and he comes back to the site and then he's kind of confessing to Manny and Manny is like, wait, like he starts questioning like everything Hank had told him and he starts like questioning life and you know feeling betrayed um it's really good like this is the shining point of the movie i think and like the dialogue you get between um uh hank and manny and the at like the climax with the with like the the bear that's that's coming up is like Mm -hmm. it's so good dude and i was like man i really like invested in these characters you know i really like how this is coming to a head yeah, that was a real bear, by yeah. the way. Oh real, damn! Oh my god, was it really? <laughs> yeah, they they read they fed it marshmallows <laughs> and ice cream sandwiches. Oh my god! Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, can't feed it meat because wow. then it'll really go wild. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Manny's feeling betrayed, and he says that he wishes he were like fully dead again. And at the same time, Hank is experiencing all these strange mental flashbacks of surreal images, like recalling his journey with Manny. And some of it even gets like kind of changed in his in his flashbacks. And right. We're meant to believe that the Manny's sort of projecting these thoughts into Hank's head. Yeah, it's another power. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 He starts Hank starts suggesting that one of Manny's powers is like affecting his mind mm. and oh, we should go through the powers really quick so there's yeah. like the farts the uh, water fountain he can breathe air through uh, w- through Manny underwater he has like a spark hand that makes like yeah, fire yeah, like a flint hand yeah he can Which, put stuff down in his mouth and project it out like a gun yeah he can like different yeah. karate chop Logs oh, and yeah, half. the karate chop is real good. I love the karate <laughs> yeah, chop. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I, at one point in the movie, they're like in a pit, and he like shoves something down Manny's throat and shoots it out so that they can kind of grapple hook onto a branch and climb mm-hmm. out. I think the grapple yeah. hook's made out of an old crutch. That's yeah. why it has like that, that long pole part, mm-hmm. and yeah. it just shoves it down into Manny's throat. And <laughs> like, it's so funny. I love how like matter of fact all the like things are it's like like it, it, they don't like i don't know it's like the way they shoot it, it's just like yeah it's just shoved it all the way down his throat and then he shoots up like it it just happens you know it's like it's so mm-hmm. matter of fact right, it and, doesn't need this like right. beyond explanation yeah it just happens yeah. and it's yeah. hilarious and then well, he's like, already on board from the beginning because he's riding yeah. <laughs> this guy like a fart jet ski yeah. like you don't yeah. really need anything else to explain and anything. you can't and i love this the fact that like he's because he's a corpse you can't you don't you don't really need to have any kind of sympathy for what happens to sure yeah like his body you know even yeah. though even yeah. though they you know like throughout the film you start feeling like oh i don't want anything to happen to manny yeah. like at the bear scene it's like i'm sh- you know you're like well the bear could just eat you know eat manny, manny. yeah <laughs> but but he, he you know but he but he doesn't so and you don't want the bear to eat him but at yeah. the same time there's so much violence that happens to that that character yeah and he fully comes uh, back to life 
it, you know, yeah. to fight the bear. Oh, right. that's, what's, that's what's yeah. up next. Yeah. 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 So, you know, despite the tension between them, when Hank is attacked by this bear, Manny, like, kind of moves under his own power for the first time. And he, like, crawls. Uh, Hank, his leg gets injured. But he's crawling toward Hank and, like, he's ignites. swimming uh, yeah. in the dirt. <laughs> Basically swimming in the dirt and then, like, hops, like, yeah, laying so down funny. on his on his. It's front. almost like the worm. Yeah. yeah. And ignites one of his farts from the campfire and, like, makes kind of, like, a, a big explosion thing and the bear you know gets scared away and I love the the somersault that he it's does. so good <laughs> it's uh it's so it's it, and it's it's so the 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 cinematography that they did mm. for it and in, in the, spe- the the special and practical effects that they did it's just like oh it's just it's just fantastic yeah mm. and and then like I did like you talked about like you don't really care what happens to Manny's body like he's like fully on fire they just like pat him off that's out and Hank loses consciousness and wakes up to Manny like because Hank got is like bleeding out because he got totally. bit by that bear yeah. yeah so he wraps up his leg we don't see that part we just see it wrapped later and he wakes up to Manny like carrying him to Sarah's house. Um, Such an amazing moment, dude! Mm-hmm. I was like losing my shit during this. Yeah. I was like, "We've come full circle." Manny's carrying Hank, and they went to fucking Sarah's house. <laughs> yeah, like, right. I did like, not see that coming. Complete, complete flip. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh. and then I'm just like, like hands on my head like this, like for the rest. <laughs> What's of gonna happen? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, you've got this scene of the daughter coming out of the house mm. and and being, you know, first initially scared and then them trying to calm her down. You know, don't don't worry. It's just it's just a it's just a hobo and a and a corpse in your in your <laughs> yeah. neighborhood. Don't worry about it. She's like, are y'all dressed up for Halloween? And they could yeah. just say <laughs> yes, and that would have taken care of like yeah. so much explanation. I think it's right. really interesting that Manny was kind of like. Um, interactive and alive when talking to the child considering mm-hmm. he has yeah. a kind of like childlike you know mind and you know once Sarah came out he was like dead and like pretty much yeah. like after that he was like dead until until you know we'll see um, but I thought that was kind of interesting too um, that, well, that yeah, Chrissy I mean, he's, could he's, do and like I don't think Manny died or like he just was depressed and like he shut down and that's yeah. what happens when well, you get because depressed. Well, the little girl on. is the yeah. little girl thinks he's like a little weird. She gets she gets like scared of his fart and then she gets scared of his wiener. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then God. and then Hank is like, you can't do that. That's yeah. too weird. Like you've got to stop. <laughs> and then he gets really upset because it's like. But I, that's all. Like we were just doing all that. In yeah, the yeah. Fine. You like, said you just my, told me that to be myself. Yeah, yeah. Right, I thought right. my so my special really, compass was special. So I'm gonna. Yeah, he's really disillusioned yeah. by that. I'm gonna break yeah. that scene down a little bit. So they they come out of the woods. They're kind of like tumbling over each other in the yard, and Chrissy, the daughter, comes out, and she's you know kind of frightened at first, and. Manny is like trying to impress her by demonstrating several of his powers. And, you know, ultimately, like inadvertently 
frightening her with his erection. And Hank kind of smacks it away. He's like, you can't do that. And then Chrissy starts crying. Sarah comes out and she's like, whoa. And like calls the cops, brings Hank some water. Manny is like ashamed, I guess, like once Chrissy started crying. So he shuts down. And we did see that happen earlier on in the movie. Like Hank was like, didn't want Manny to talk anymore or something. So he like stopped talking for a while and then started talking once he like really needed to be quiet because there was a predator nearby. (laughs) But (laughs) anyways, back to this scene. Um, I mean, Manny seems to be like dead, dead at this point. Like we don't, we don't know. And we don't know. Right, right. And this is where reality, like the 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 viewer starts to to see that maybe reality is crashing down on Hank in this moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And there's like cops and like news reporters and like an ambulance, and Hank gets kind of like patched up, and his dad shows up kind of around the same moment that the cops are like, "Wait, there's a photo of Sarah on his phone," and then they start asking Sarah about it. Hank is kind of like hiding from his dad on the other side of the ambulance. So, yeah, and uh, a, an important detail is that he tells them his name is Manny, not yeah. Hank. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's why they call, they, they and he put the phone on, on Manny's body, so they call what says dad in the contacts, you know what I mean? Right. And that's why Hank's dad shows up because they were just, it's actually Hank's phone. And they do it, they really kind of hide that from you. They don't yeah. like hit you over the head with this is the decision that happened. It happens very slyly, mm-hmm. you know? And then he and, like admits it and you realize, yeah. you kind of like, oh, that's that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like his dad would have realized it, but he couldn't open the bag. Like he he decided he like at the last second, the dad doesn't look in the body bag. Yeah. He like just turns away because it's like too much or whatever. Right, right. And that's a big that's a big um, theme through a lot of the movie is his relationship with his dad mm-hmm. and his mom having died, and his mom telling him that basically, you know, if you masturbate, you're gonna. You have to masturbate this. Oh my god, that whole bit was right. His dad is shaming him for masturbating, and his mom tries to make it okay by saying, "Like, yeah, if you masturbate enough, you'll just catch up to me in age, and we can die at the same time." Which is like which 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 fucks up his psychology because, like, what Manny eventually starts asking him is like, "So when you masturbate, you think about your mom?" Yeah, and and he's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like. Well, I can think about your mom too when I start masturbating. And <laughs> he's like trying to be nice. <laughs> he's right. trying to be nice. He's it, like, it, we can like, both do think it about too. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, and it's like he's 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 being that like that like he's trying to be nice, but comes it comes off as weird. The same way is what his mom, what Hank's mom said to him. His right, mom was trying right. to be nice when she said the thing about catching up to her to die at the same time, but it came off really mm-hmm. weird and like fucks his psychology up. You know, right, right, and that's why I think in that scene where his dad is a. Uh, showing up and looking at the the you know not not looking at the corpse mm-hmm. i mean it's uh the level of shame that come within all of all of the characters yeah have, there's it's 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 palpable you're just like mm-hmm. no you know everything has to be hidden everything has yeah. to be and and i think that's like in the woods that's what the movie's trying to say right is like is like why do we have to all live with this shame 
of like bodily functions, like normal human things that everyone experiences. Right. Like why, why do we have to put so much shame on it? And I think uh, that's why that scene with the, um, with uh, Sarah's daughter is so important because it's, that's when it starts. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. when you're like, a kid, when she sees this corpse farting and having an erection, Sure, it scares the shit out of her, but it's because it's a corpse. But at the same time, when you know, no child should see a dead corpse farting and having a baby, <laughs> or or at all, but, <laughs> or at all, yeah, but, or, 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 but, a, a live yeah, person right, or, or a corpse. I mean, but, the farting uh, is yeah, everybody should fart, but yeah, 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 everyone should fart. But that's the that's the point that I'm making is that it, it, it Sarah's daughter was probably around this, you know, what she was what about probably ten. Maybe a little younger. Uh, maybe, maybe, I was I was guessing like 10, seven, but yeah, maybe seven. Between seven and yeah, seven and ten. And that's when those um those traumas stick. You know, that's when like those those really deep problems arise. And it's I can understand why Hank was so upset with Manny. Because yeah. that is something that happened to him that no he knows no child should see. You know? Yeah. Which forces which forces Manny to to sh- you know to shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Abby, but so, he he eventually they they find the picture and he gets confronted about it, right? Yeah. So also his dad shows up. They ask him to confirm the identity of the corpse, but he like doesn't want to see him. So he walks back to his mm-hmm. truck, and then Hank is getting interviewed, and they call him Manny, and in the in the back of the frame of the news reporter's camera, you can see Sarah like looking at the phone and being like, what the fuck? And so they're like, oh, here's Manny. And he's like, actually, my name is Hank Thompson. That corpse is Manny. And he, um, you know, it's kind of like spiraling and uh, like, kind of deliriously professing on air his like gratitude for Manny and he's talking about his magical powers and then he kind of runs away with Manny's body and the little girl follows and the cops are following so the parents are following too and the news reporters are following and um, they are passing by like as they're following him, they're passing by like all of these like structures and characters and things that he built. And they're looking at like the bus that he made and, yeah. you know. And you, you realize you, you, like as the audience that that stuff was just right down the hill. Yeah, so yeah, so close. Totally. yeah. And you get yeah. to see it in like broad daylight versus mm-hmm. like the magical like fantasy version that you saw when mm-hmm. they were role playing, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when you, I mean, as the audience, I think that's when you're like, okay, this guy is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah he's been hiding out in the woods, stalking this lady, and he's built this fantasy world, and he's crazy. And maybe he even killed Manny. Who knows? Like, we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Um. Like. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no. 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 Go ahead. Um. Basically, they they end up at the beach which it seems like it didn't take them long at all to get there. 
and yeah. um quick jog yeah <laughs> and uh he, he you know hank is cornered he's arrested he lets out a fart as the cops are arresting him and as he's being escorted away um manny starts farting and hank is like that wasn't me and I love the little girls just like laughing at all the yeah and all the yeah. Stuff. yeah 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 <laughs> for sure like everyone's kind of in shock and horror and Chrissy's like laughing and Manny begins like violently farting and they let Hank go over and basically like kind of wish him farewell I guess and he violently farts himself into the water and like skims away quickly propelled <laughs> by his own flatulence and you know give like smiling uh for the last yeah. time at Hank before he leaves <laughs> and everyone yeah. everyone else except for you know Hank is just like in shock yeah the mom like, says what the, the fuck <laughs> what the fuck yeah. <laughs> right and that's and that's that's one of the that's one of the like the one of the better twists about the movies is that it, the whole time you're questioning is this happening in his head you know or not and then there's a whole crowd that witnesses it and um there's a a gentleman with a with a with a camera yeah. Yeah. who gets it on video yeah. so it's not so it's all so it all happened yeah. it all it was all real mm-hmm. supposedly and, so no, so yeah. supposedly, yeah. but but that's that's the that's the big tw- that's the question. The big twist is that was it? Did they all hallucinate it? Right, but it's like well, it just know, happened. Or, they all experienced it. Like yeah. you know, right. are yeah. we still perceiving this through Hank's delusion? Well, Chrissy, Chrissy or, literally says out loud all of the things that Manny said to her. Like whenever her mom picks her up in the oh, yard yeah. she's like she's like he has special powers and he can fart yeah. or whatever like i don't remember exactly what she says mm-hmm. but she acknowledges yeah. that to, that to she actually mom. saw yeah. manny do those things yeah for right, sure right. yeah i so, think uh, as yeah. the audience you're meant to believe that this all really happened yeah <laughs> to Hank. Yeah. this yeah. is a magical so. fart guy the swiss army man mm-hmm. yeah and that's he, what's so yeah. cool about it. Like, it, <laughs> it makes the movie even better once you realize it's all real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like this. This is what I, I. I mean, I don't know if you guys have that segment coming up where it's like final thoughts. Yes, that's I'm yeah. We're about to go into thoughts. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll just save it for final thoughts okay. then. But uh, this this really reminds me of a few other movies uh, where you know. Um, you're you're following along with this whimsical like magical presence in the film and the whole time you're like is this real or not real yeah mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and then by the end you know a few movies are like well no that was definitely not real that's in the person's head or you get some kind of magical thing at the end where it's like oh shit that was all he really was an alien or you know mm-hmm. like whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh I read that like the filmmakers couldn't decide if they want to make this like a survival movie or like uh, a drama. They decided to write it as a romantic comedy. Hmm. Yeah, which I think you can see all the structure of that for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the the, re- the whole the relationship between between the two characters, Manny and Hank. I mean, there's several times like the, the on the whole kissing scene, the scenes on the bus, the you know the the romance of like trying to find 
love yeah. in a world that thinks you're trash. The, the and, person that gets yeah. you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and just like oh, Hank's, Hank's reaction to the idea of Manny being taken away and how he like really wanted mm-hmm. to just take him away from everybody and like be with him and you know it it i almost thought they were going to kiss at the very end um, but uh yeah i i think it was really sweet and i i i think it's like a um unconventional romantic comedy for sure Hey, mm-hmm. real quick, uh, in the live chat, uh, I think this person's talking to Josh. They said, hey, hey, cuz it's Grant. Oh, it's Grant. Yeah, Same what's so up, Grant? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, he's out in San Antonio. Nice. Hell yeah. He's out in San Antonio, man. So that's Grant, awesome. Thanks Dancing, for watching. Doing Capital Wera. Cheers, Grant. Thanks for being here. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right, I think this leads us into our review segment. Uh, so, Josh, if you haven't listened to the show or watched it before, uh, what we do is we talk about what we thought of the movie and then we give it a rating one to 10 VHS tapes. Okay. Uh, so, okay. if one of us would like to go first, then we can kind of demonstrate how that works. And Sure. I'll go. Cool. Wait, I have one fi- I have one thing that I want to say before we go into the review. Okay. Okay. About the film. Okay. And this is what, was what I was about to say. And it's uh, what I realized is that trying to trying to figure out what Manny is or like what happened. I came to the conclusion that Manny's a superhero. He's a specific type of superhero, a superhero that is a blank canvas that he floats around in the he floats around the sea waiting for opportunities to help people yeah wow. and when people when people when when he finally like and it's all ch- by chance yeah mm-hmm. it's it's, it's it, he doesn't go seeking out him he just plops up somewhere and if someone needs help he's a, he's he he is able to embody and 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 take what that person needs and provides it for them mm-hmm. and through that process, he get, learns a little bit more about humanity mm-hmm. as a corpse, you know. Mm-hmm. So he he's yeah. like he's like the most useless hero, superhero, but also the one that can can just do anything. I love that. I love that, that take. Yeah, yeah. Like I love that perspective. I think you're yeah. totally right because yeah. you know he enters the film washing up on shore and he leaves the film propelling off into nowhere right <laughs> right you want you yeah. to think that manny washes up somewhere else and you know that that somebody else gets to have this swiss army man experience mm-hmm. yeah so like it's all it's a romantic comedy but it's also a superhero movie. yeah yeah that's cool man i never thought about it like that that's really yeah. cool i love that um so, well, but I think no, uh, Josh. You should just oh. go into your review from that. That's that's basically what yeah. this segment is is saying your final yeah. thoughts. So yeah, go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, my review of it, man. I mean, I I don't I don't have too many criticisms criticisms about it. Um, I do think some of the montages were just, you know, I mean, I, I know why they put them in there, but at the same time, some of that stuff could have, I don't know. There's a lot. Just some of, them. of it just there is yeah, a lot. It was, there's a lot of them. So it's just it's just like you know, a little bit of filler, which is fine. But overall, man, I think it's one of the most. I think it's one of the most creative and 
thought-provoking and just downright funny movies like they really didn't they really didn't take anything for granted they used everything like i feel like when they were making this movie someone would just have like a you know like a bag of cheese puffs for example and like put it in we'll use that you know and i I love that i feel like there was nothing wasted in making this movie i really feel like they used everything that they they could find and that with the actors too the actors also pulled out this 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 childish but also curious personas that everyone can relate to you know mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah man i mean in final review dude I, i'd give it a what is it one out of ten mm-hmm. one out of ten VHS vhs tapes, tapes yes mm-hmm. i'd give it an eight i give it an eight vhs solid vhs yeah. solid nice vhs vhs yeah i, I uh i'd seen this movie once before uh and like knew nothing about it because i saw the trailer or whatever but didn't really know what to expect um and was pleasantly surprised and delighted it's like it's a whimsical magical type of movie that i really like it's just super creative the aesthetic is great yeah yeah like i said before it reminds me of like michelle gondry this kind of uh you know extremely surreal playful filmmaking yeah uh, I'm really glad that like something like this could get made uh, because you know there's we're we're saturated with just retreads of so many different things. It's so refreshing to see something that is unique and thoughtful and uh, you know like a there's a good little moral in there. Not that that's like what entirely the movie's about right so i think it's extremely entertaining mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh i look forward to seeing what the daniels do again and uh i give this movie also an eight out of ten vhs tapes i do think that like you know could have cut a little bit of it out uh you know it it, it i think yeah. it succeeds it's not a perfect movie but yeah eight out of ten beautiful beautiful I think Abby hit us with that review I think I liked the montage sorry there's dogs on my end um I think I liked the montage sequences like more once I realized that the the people you know involved in in scoring the film they were literally singing what was happening and I just thought that was so silly and it made me kind of look forward to like what the next like verse was going to be. And I just like, I thought it was so playful and fun. And I, I don't think I would cut anything out. Honestly, I, I really liked, Fair. I liked the setup. I liked the montage sequences. I don't know that I would have liked this movie as much if I just happened to have my subtitles off. I didn't even turn them on. They just kind of were already on when I started the movie. So I was like, all right. But I think it like really, um, you know, just just gave more information on exactly what was being said and what was happening, particularly in the music parts of it. And I thought it made me feel all type of ways. Like I, I, I was like 
appalled at it. I was laughing out loud. I was screaming. I was like, kept asking my partner, like, does this really fucking happen? Like, did did I really take it in this direction? Like, and I love one. Yeah. I can watch anything, and it makes me feel that way because you know I'm, I'm. I love like solving puzzles and putting things together and I usually can figure out like what's going to happen before it happens and I was never able to do that with this film and so it really made me feel some type of way and I, you know I never would have thought to write a script about like farting and spitting water and like you know <laughs> a, an erection compass like I just I thought it was so silly but like at the same time like very creative and unique and it you know, ultimately made me feel like emotional. And I, I had, you know, an attachment to these characters. And, um, you know, I, I think you, you can kind of tell it it's, it's, you know, made by people who have done music videos or like kind of more like they really focused on every shot and making it interesting and making the camera movement interesting. And they, the way it was lit, the way it was scripted, the way the actors were, you know, acting, it made it feel serious too. So um, I, I just think this film is unique in a lot of aspects. Like, you know, it's, it's unlike anything I've seen before. Um, and I don't really have anything bad to say about it necessarily. Like um, it is like, you know, maybe not for everybody, <laughs> you know, if you're not into that kind of humor, but at the same time, that's like not what the movie was about necessarily. Right. You yeah. Know, Even if it yeah. seems like it yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just yeah, it's not about Right at all. That that was all just like a vehicle to kind of um dissect and explore like honesty and vulnerability and mm -hmm. yeah. you know even like self-confidence in a way like i think yeah um i think it really had a, a lot of like larger messages and i i really enjoyed that um so i think i'm gonna give this movie nine out of ten vhs tapes right on fantastic nice that was a great great review uh yeah absolutely <laughs> i man you know a couple times the the reviews on the show sway my opinion you know what I mean? I feel like I came into this wanting to give it a seven. Mm. But after talking it through, and I think I would actually like it even more if I watched it a second time. Mm. Like, I think I, I watched really... it a second time this morning. Okay, was... cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it holds up. It's great. Yeah, and just like knowing what the final like scene is and seeing it like loop almost, you know what I mean? It, it, it's yeah. kind of like a loop. You know, you could start it again and it's the, you know, it's the body washing up on the shore that just went out to sea, you know, and like hearing Josh's take on the Superman thing and, and, uh, every, how Abby and Michael both were gushing about how this movie made you feel so like give it, gave you a really special feeling because you don't always see movies where you, where you are along for the ride so hard, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because you're trying, it was like, you know, Abby said you normally figure things out because you've seen a ton of movies. You can kind of see these patterns arising. And the fact that this these directors were able to overcome that and, and using a traditional formula of the romantic comedy as their their bones for the film and then doing something completely unique and new with it that none mm -hmm. of us have seen before. Mm -hmm. 
that's that that I feel like that uh, that sentiment is what is going to make me give it a higher score and I think I'm also going to give it a 9. I think the, the what it accomplished as a as a whole is like a 9 for sure. Mhm. I think how I came out of it watching it before I got to talk about it, I felt more like a 7, but yeah. I'm going to go 9 as well. Nice. Nice. Should I average that out? That's yeah, so we got yeah. two eights and two nines. Eight plus eight plus nine plus nine divided by four. Oh no. Eight point five. I mean, 8. I, I, 5. I, I, yeah. I literally could have done that if I yeah. thought about it for if, a second. If we just thought about it, yeah. I was just like my my brain was like, what are those num- <laughs> What is the data again? Like. <laughs> Wasn't even just plug it, plug yeah. in the data. Uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah, no, that's a good score for this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. altogether, eight point five. Yeah. Um, yeah, if if you haven't seen it, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, but if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's it's very much a surprising film, and uh, and you'll you'll fall in love a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and you'll you maybe like think about your farts differently. Yeah, they're important. Yeah, yeah, farts are very important. Yeah, and they're normal. And and, 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 <laughs> and they're normal. Yeah, and and it's and it's completely okay if you want to live in someone's backyard in their trash heap <laughs> in cave with a corpse. Oh, Every, it's okay. Everyone's unique. <laughs> exactly. Needs love. Yes. <laughs> uh, some tiny, like hardly anyone's gonna know. Uh, this reference at all but in the in the scene where they're at the house and and manny's on the stretcher uh in the background there's two guys and one of them is the uh the guy did the music for the film and the other one is a filmmaker uh named sham shane carath who made the movie primer and upstream color whoa oh okay all right and uh i guess he was just visiting the set to just like check out the film mm-hmm. and so the producer was like well if you're gonna be here then you have to be in the movie sorry hell yeah <laughs> yeah and then got him in there for one line he had a moment where he was like wait don't i know you yeah yeah that's it <laughs> was that just like organic like he didn't know he was gonna be on or like i don't know it kind of i don't really know the payoff of that line having that but. context it kind of seems that way and it, it you know normally every little detail in a movie is kind of like foreshadowing to something that's going to like come to fruition later on. That was just like a little detail that like meant nothing in the in the plot of the film. I thought that was interesting, and I did notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Michael, maybe we'll do a primer or upstream yeah. I would love to point. do to do one of those movies. That sounds good. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, so I think that wraps up uh, Swiss Army Man, and now it's time to do our what's up segment. What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, I think this what's up segment we're we're approaching our our time limit for the podcast so um, I think we, we should just focus on Josh oh <laughs> do what, what were you gonna say? <laughs> I said I think we should rip them <laughs> I meant like fart rip them like, oh yeah, oh, fart. yeah. oh yeah, yeah let's yeah, all yeah. do a quick fart yeah all right. okay all right all right and then and then let's Wait, talk about who's Josh. gonna go first all right, yeah. I'll go first, and then Josh, and then nothing, Michael. Nothing then better than being after a fart. <laughs> we'll go. Mm-hmm. We'll go clockwise around the four of That's us. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm gonna do mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. Am I next? Yeah. All right. Okay. 
I've got to embody a corpse. Mm-hmm. A corpse that's expelling gases. Uh, it's, I love how I have to think about yeah. a fart. Yeah. This, this is so stupid. There's so many different kinds of farts. <laughs> I know there is. There's so many. Um, <laughs> wow. That was I love the ending. Gonna... <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was the, you gotta have the accent. The accent. Might need to go to the bathroom after that one. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the corpse. That's I think that's a corpse fart. Mm. That's a corpse fart for mm. sure. Oh, I, it is. Yeah. yeah, I was I was trying to zone in there. <laughs> All right, Michael. <clears throat> <laughs> that was tight. It's a tight one. That was a tight very one. airy. Dry. That was like at the dry office. Dry and that airy. Like, that was like an oopsie at the office. <laughs> <laughs> that one might have a All surprise right. with it. <laughs> All right, Abby. Let me use my arm for this one. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. <laughs> That's the best one. That's the best one. That's great. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, I think that's unanimous. Abby won that one. Yeah, one. for sure. I like yeah. to fart in my yeah. arm a lot. <laughs> right, I, I didn't used think to. about that. I don't that. really do that anymore. I should have done that. <laughs> All right, and reminder, everyone out there listening, uh, Instagram stories yourself making a fart noise and tag at GoTeamVideo or at Video or both of them, and we will Let's hear your it. best farts. Yes. Yeah. Um, All right, let's talk about Josh. Let's talk about Josh. Subcategory. Yeah. Yeah, Josh. Yeah, just man. plug. Let's talk about your music. Let's talk about your like any artistic endeavors you want to plug and talk about. Um, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, where to start? Um, yeah, I mean, I've been on. You know, I've been kind of uh, on a hiatus for a little bit with um, having a kid last year. He's a he's a year old now, and. I'm kind of starting to get some of the some of the free time back, so I'm trying to trying to work on some new projects, some new music projects. Um, really, I've just been focusing on just making beats, making beats, and making and just trying to do the best production I can. I, I get really get satisfaction out of making something like just sound interesting and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and what kind of music do you produce, Josh? For the people out there that well, don't know. Ty- yeah, typically typically I, I, I produce um, anything that's kind of like in the realm of electronica, drum and bass, experimental, um, you know, experimental and electronic and music. Um, I like making I like making stuff that that I don't know, kinda like Swiss Army Man. I just like making stuff that other people aren't gonna make. Like no one else can reproduce it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what's you know, that's what I like to do. So I've been trying to work on this. Uh, I've been working on this NFT project, and I've been compiling um, different photos, like AI-generated photos, with uh, different software to like animate the backgrounds and putting, and then just putting my tracks on it, and hopefully being able to uh, get a good set of five and find a website to to have them minted. And nice. see where that goes. See where that takes me. Nice. Yeah, you know, see what happens. A lot of artists are exploring that 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 avenue right now. Yeah, like I would love to, and I, you know, a lot of people will put them out there for, you know, thousands of dollars or whatever. But I kind of want my friends to buy them 
So it would it'd be like 50 bucks for, for any of my original stuff. And then you get to actually own it. You know, like you have the sole right to own it and do whatever you want with it. Use it for your music videos or use it for um, whatever, your website, who knows? Movies. Movies, you know, so that's 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 what that's my main project that i've been working on recently interesting and uh you can you can you, you know uh what's my yeah orangutan yeah orangutan yeah. Well, I was at soundcloud i was gonna say let's let's get your soundcloud link in there uh, i'm gonna put it in the <coughs> twitch chat but it'll also be in our uh text descriptions for the audio yeah. podcast and stuff yeah yeah you can you can listen to some of my music on soundcloud um a preview of my uh, of one of the NFT projects is on um, my Instagram under the subcategory name. Okay. Sweet. Um, yeah, so you can go check that out. I had a lot of fun making that one. Um, yeah. Apart from that, that's all my projects. Very cool. That's all I'm. That's awesome, that's dude. I want to shout yeah. out uh, overwhelmed. As we have yeah. two previous members here, uh, along with uh, uh, Mike Gubbins, who makes the he made the theme for the show uh, at mm-hmm. Gubbs Music, and you guys, uh, you were a collective for a little while there. How long? How long was your project as, as the three of you? Yeah, I would say. I think- well, firstly, it would started off with Mike and I uh, back in two thousand and um, let's say seventeen back in 2017 then daily jumped on a couple months later yeah i think i joined um, at the beginning of 2018 yeah yeah and then daily jumped on a couple yeah and uh we had that project going for like three years right around like yeah right around the the right before 2020 so maybe two and a half years um yeah we had a lot of fun we made a lot of music We've got a lot of stuff still on the back, you know, in the in the hard drive discs. Yeah, that are, we actually you know. returned to it recently. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, Mike compiled some new songs, and we and it was going to be a, a new. It was going to be like a Mike Gubbins album at first, but uh, or whatever he wanted to go make his new moniker. But um, mm-hmm. we ended up just calling it Overwhelmed again because I mixed and mastered it, Josh like one of the songs Josh made on it and um, or or other stuff that was like made during when we were overwhelmed. So yeah. overwhelmed, I guess never really ended. It's just like, it's just different now. We don't really yeah, it's kinda, actively it's kinda, do it, but yeah. Yeah. It's kind of just, uh, what would you say? How would you say it? It's, it's a, it's mutated. It's dormant. Into, it lied dormant yeah, for a while. Yeah, it's dormant and it's also mutated. Like yeah. Now we have different, we kind of have a better understanding of kind of what everyone in the groups in the groups uh what everyone really gravitates to and what they're good at yeah and i think right now we're all just kind of building those uh attributes up until we're ready to like come together again or do something what you know yeah and and do something do something fun yeah definitely um cool and yeah, also I always enjoyed seeing you guys another fun connection Another fun connection mm-hmm. with you, Michael, is that you made the artwork for our first EP that we made as a th- yeah, as, the, did, as the three yeah, of us. Yeah, did. I did. Yeah. And that's that's still on Spotify. Uh, it's just overwhelmed on Spotify, but it's like overwhelm underscore ed. I think is how you have to search it. Um, but yeah, uh, that was that was cool. That was 
it's cool getting Michael to make that artwork. I love that artwork still. Um, yeah, fact, it's yeah. great. Well, yeah, it was a fun time. I was it was terrified during that time, dude. Like, make go, yeah, performing yeah. live. I'd never made music or performed live before, and like within six months, I think we played our first show, and then like, and I'd never done anything like that before, and it was, uh, it was really scary. But I'm glad yeah. I did it, and it. I realized what I like about making music and that's not performing or being a, a, a vocalist or anything like that. I like, you know, I've always liked mixing and mastering, but I realized that like producing and like, like providing more structural input on songs is like where I like to shine versus being a, a player. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. I think we had, uh, originally had approached it with too much of a traditional type of mindset yeah, of what for it sure. needs to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, that's definitely changed um, over the last couple of years. Yeah, it's cool nice. to let something like that evolve and uh, define itself as it goes. And and there's you know you don't have to have any like um, definitive end or you know you don't really have to close the door. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of the internet. Like we just get the things don't die you know you can always kind of come back to it if you really want to mm-hmm. so it's in someone's google drive yeah <laughs> i mean it's yeah. our our stuff yeah. is on spotify still we never took it down yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah great my google yeah. drive is almost full <laughs> yeah mine mine too <laughs> <sighs> all right folks this uh yeah go check out all of uh josh's stuff at subcategory uh what was the other what, what's your uh the your soundcloud, SoundCloud is durangatang the yeah, that's that's my that, that that's my beat that's my beat maker name. Cool. Uh, D a r a n g a t a n g, Durangatang. Durangatang. Uh, we'll throw those in the show notes. Yeah, um, and all those links are in Josh's Instagram. Yeah, as well. Yeah, they nice. are. Thank you so much, Josh, for uh, suggesting this film because it's it's a great one. I think you uh, you really brought it, and yeah. uh, we had a lot to talk about. It was like. It was really sweet, you know. It was a good one. I, yeah, yeah. Great um, episode. Great episode. To, yeah, I to appreciate everyone. you guys having me on. Yeah, we'd love to have you back sometime. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, like I, like I said, I had a, I had a couple of other films. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 you know, whenever you guys are ready. Hell yeah. Or want to. Um, Keep them loaded I'd up. Love we'll to, I'd it. love to discuss those films because. Um. I think that uh, I think that I, I just love how so many so many so many perspectives can come onto one piece of art, and mm-hmm. how so many people can either completely like have a a view of, of of the plot, or the characters, or the philosophical um, message you know, reason for yeah. the yeah, yeah the reason for the film, mm-hmm. and I love having a, I love discussing that stuff. Yeah. I love it. It's great. So it's great. I would love to come back on whenever you guys want. Absolutely, to we would love to Absolutely. have you. Absolutely, yeah. I don't think we know what we're doing next week. Mm-mm. No, uh, the week but after that it, is going to be uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, okay. Um, but I don't, I'm not know. sure about next week. Yeah, it, next we're week will just be out. the three of us. We won't have a guest next week, uh, and it'll be. We'll let y'all know. We'll let y'all know. Yeah, yeah. we'll let you know. Look out on Instagram. Yep. Oh, yeah. Take us home. Give us our outro. Yeah. So go and check out at Gubbs Music. Uh, thanks, Mike Govins, for providing us with the intro outro music for Go Team Video. And as always, thanks to Jorge Sierra for 
providing us with a slew of promotional photographs. Uh, you'll see those on the Instagram. Um, so shout out to those guys. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, keep a lookout for our next episode. And uh, maybe this week we might do a little video game Twitch streaming. We'll see yeah. where we get. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe at the end of Computer Lab tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. You all have a good evening. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye, guys. <laughs>